I'd only intended to spend a few weeks away and escape from the press, since their dogged determination to catch me unaware still verges on the psychotic. Aunt Felicity put me in touch with an old friend of hers who had a cottage on the coast near Aberystwyth. That felt remote enough to evade even the most persistent of the fourth estate. So, I packed up the trusty Volvo by some miracle remembered to empty the fridge and escaped London for some well-deserved time off. Then, just as I was beginning to sort my head out enough to contemplate going back to work, a helpful fellow in China developed a cough and the whole world tumbled down around me. I guess I could have gone back to London and locked down there, but actually Wales isn't all that bad. I've even started trying to learn a bit of the language. Borada shmai, and all that. Not that I get much chance to practice. I don't know many folk around here and everyone's been very good at social distancing. Of course, they might all do that with us English anyway. There's only so much isolation even I can take though, so I've been making a habit of visiting the local from time to time, if only to listen to other voices and see a face that might be different to the one staring back at me in the mirror every morning. It's not something I'd contemplate in London, going to the pub alone. Too much opportunity for a quiet drink to be spoiled by some unwanted attention. Clantump has proven to be much more civilised in that respect. It's nothing special, the Black Lion. Mostly I sit in the beer garden nursing a pint and wearing my thickest coat. The bar's like something from a cheap 80s sitcom. Walls covered in horse brasses and unidentifiable bits of old agricultural machinery. There's a jukebox and a little platform in one corner that suggests bands play of an evening. But it's clear that nobody's picked up a guitar around here in months. There's a telly on a high shelf in the opposite corner, and this is the first time I've seen it on. Some rugby match. Two teams of swarthy men playing with their odd-shaped balls. I never could quite see the point. Pints of brains and a couple of cheese and onion, is it? The landlady is straight out of central casting. Short, round, big hair, arms I'd not want to wrestle with. But Keris's smile is always friendly and genuine, even if I can hear the slight judgment in her voice. Fair enough. It's not the healthiest of diets. If they did proper meals in here, maybe I'd eat better. But from the look of the place, not much. Cheers, Keris. I wait for my spoils. The chance for a bit of a chat somewhat ruined by the perspex screens cutting the bar off from the rest of the room. At least I've got my phone. You're in later than usual, she says, as she slides my pint across the bar, through the little opening that makes it feel like I've just made a bank withdrawal. Evening's getting lighter, right? I tap the payment, shrug my shoulders. Not so cold for sitting outside, either. Well, you'll probably not be alone. Fridays are a bit more busy now the games are back on. Keris nods in the direction of the telly at the same time as the door opens, and two men stumble in. I've seen them before, kept out of their way. I think they work on one of the small fishing boats that sails out of Abba Aaron. They certainly look like they've spent time at sea. One of them has a beard that would see off a grizzly bear, but no hair at all on top of his shaved and polished head. The other looks like a rat that fell into a bucket of used engine oil. Their gaze latches onto me uncomfortably, until Keris finds the remote and turns up the volume on the telly to distract their attention. I give her a quick nod of thanks and escape out the back with my drink.
The sun was shining when I walked down the hill from the cottage, but by the time I take up my usual spot in the beer garden, it's gone. I can't tell if the grey overhead means rain soon. I'm too much a creature of the city for that kind of wisdom. It's a bit chill to be sitting outside, though, even with my coat on. Eating the crisps warms me up a little, but the beer chills me right back down again. Perhaps I'd have been better off back at the cottage. There's a wood-burning stove and a seemingly endless supply of logs. As I check my phone for messages, the two fishermen come out into the beer garden. Too much to hope I'd have the place to myself then. I call it a beer garden, but it's more the loading yard out the back of the pub, with a few cheap wooden tables arranged suitably distant from each other. They don't need to sit anywhere near me, since the place is otherwise empty, but of course they do. I glance up briefly, not catching their eyes, then go back to my pint and my phone, hoping they take the hint. So much for Llantump being more civilised than London.